you all so much for coming to the live podcast number two. Thank you, everybody. It's a genuine pleasure to have all of you here. And obviously, a special thanks for our cameraman today, uh, which is Mr. Box. <laughs> uh, we forgot to, I forgot to bring the shoe for our tripod, so it's... it's I was just giggling before we set up the fact that our, our live recording facility is literally a cardboard box with a camera on it propped up with two packs of Italian tissues. <laughs> Real, they're not like, that's not like Italian napkins that are like hand-stitched or anything, just, I bought them in Italy. <laughs> we should definitely introduce ourselves. We should. In the show. I'm Quentin Smith, this is Matt Lees, and this is Philip War, everybody. Uh, Philip uh, Pip, who you may or may not recognise from all sorts of Let's Plays and freelance stuff, she's going to have a starring role in our Jankon special, uh, including me and Pip being dressed up in leathers, uh, so you can look forward to that. That really happened. It really happened, and I was ready to be cynical, and it was amazing. It was like you were having way too much fun. It was seriously good. So uh, the other uh, point of business I should say is that uh, eagle-eyed people may notice that someone's missing. Uh, people who are tech savvy and use uh, Twitter may also have seen that Paul got rejected from entrance to the United States a while ago, um, which is not actually funny, uh, but it's okay, he's applying for a journalist visa now, so he'll be along uh, in a while, and I should, I should probably tell the GDC story now, since it's... Uh, yeah, it's quite funny, because we, we meet people all the time, and everyone's like, oh, where's, where's Paul? And we kind of have to try and explain why he's not here, and it always gets raised eyebrows. Uh, yeah, so I went to, we went to the Game Developers Conference a while back, and uh, Paul just, his lawyer informed him this is just like a totally random thing, got bounced from the, from the US for, like, for no real reason, just he couldn't really explain what he did, and he didn't know what visa to be on. You know, sounds reasonable to me. But so I, I got pulled into second-level security, and like a, in a Kaiser Soze moment, um, the, per the person behind the desk leans up and says, do you know Paul Dean? <laughs> and I said a line that wasn't in the movie, which was, kinda. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but no, he'll be, he'll definitely be here next year and, uh, and at all kinds of other events, but we have a problem. We do have a problem, um, because obviously, whilst we don't require Paul to be here for the live podcast, we do require the spirit of Paul to be within the room, um, in some form of kind of ethereal capacity. So we're going to start this off with a, with a little contest. Uh, we're going to need five contestants who feel that in spirit... An arm flashed up right there. Uh, people who in spirit believe that they are Paul. Or that they have a kinship. This, of course, isn't only limited to men or adults, because no. uh, if you've met Paul, then you will know. <laughs> that, uh, so, the, there's a, the, the gentleman who flashed his hand up, that's certainly you for, for kudos for coming. If you want to come up and give a round of applause for everybody. Uh, it's, uh, okay, it's you, sir. And we have exactly, well, actually, hang on. I, there's a party of adventurers at the back, and I'm so bummed that they could, there's a, yes, you, please, yes. Uh, oh, no, that was, no, no, that, was, that, was that was a wave. That was a wave. Oh. <laughs> I was so excited that we could have had, like, a, a, a ranger come up, the bone. But no, so there, there was a fifth of that. Yes, yeah, four. No, Paul wouldn't have raised his no. hand. But we're not going to pick on someone from the audience. <laughs> That would be bad. <laughs> so, what, there's you, sir. Please, thank you. You're very patient. Uh, okay, round of applause for our five volunteers.
and obviously the only way to really work out if somebody is is Paul would be by asking these these fine gentlemen questions that only Paul would know. <laughs> because otherwise, who would these people be but but charlatans? Should we should we begin with the first round? Yes. Okay. Are any of you called Paul? <laughs> My brother is. <laughs> round of applause. You go. We have round one. Do you, do you feel the energy? Do you, oh. do you feel that? I, I think Paul might be here I right think now. Paul might be here with us. I'm going to become a psychic. This is easy. <laughs> so, uh, we'll move on to round two, which round is the question two, phase. Question. Now, it's going to go into a harsher round now. Obviously, round one was quite an easy one. <laughs> uh, round two is a bit more difficult, and it is actually going to be a knockout round. So, each of you is going to get a question. And if you get the question right, congratulations, you are Paul. <laughs> uh, if you get it wrong, you're not Paul. <laughs> and shame on you for trying shame to fool us. For trying to trick us and these fine people. Uh, so, if you, if the gentleman closest to us, what is your name, sir? Nate. 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 Do we have a question for Nate? We do. Okay. Um, I've just realised that the cam... The, 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 uh, despite our camera box being good, it's not very dynamic. If anyone would like to slightly twist... <laughs> twist the packet of tissues, or the box, I don't know. Um, the box would be more human. Just if you in the cameras, you just rotate. Yeah, it'll be fine. There you go. There you go. She's good. She's good. <laughs> I think so far, Paul in the lead here. <laughs> okay, so, Nate. Yes. Nate, your question. This is uh, going quite a way back in your memory. Obviously, when you were a different Paul in a different time. Uh, where, Paul, when you were first in a biker gang, <laughs> what was your first tattoo, and where on your body was it? Uh, well, it, I mean, it was a winged heart, mm -hmm. and it was on my left eye. Uh, <laughs> that was actually Paul's fourth tattoo. <laughs> His first one was kind of this skull with snakes in it, do you remember what it said? Mm -hmm. Oh no, he can't. He can't say that. Yeah, no, for legal reasons, uh, especially with the border. So yeah, I'm afraid you're not Paul. Nate, please return to your seat. <laughs> you want to ask question number two? Uh, so, what is your name? Matt. I bet you regret coming up here now, Matt. Oh <laughs> uh, well, okay. When Paul worked in a restaurant serving his biker gang, what was his specialty dish? It's a hard one, this. It was a long time ago, I know. Stale crisps. Stale crisps. That's actually really That close. is the English national dish, sir. <laughs> Paul, of course, served his gang biker croutons. Please return to your seats. <laughs> <How do you? laughs> I don't know what kind of bikers don't eat biker croutons. Come on. <laughs> sir, what is your name? Sean. 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 I don't, know, I don't know where that came from, sorry. When, when, <laughs> that's going to be a lot more of that. <laughs> when Paul became the leader of the biker gang, the, the, the biker gang that Paul was in... That I was in. The, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's good. <laughs> what was his initiation ceremony? A long, warm bath. Oh, warm bath. <laughs> I get the feeling you came up here for a joke, sir. <laughs> Paul, of course, famously killed a man. Please return to your seat. 
although, if you could provide me with some contact details for the biker gang that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Um, Sir, what is your name? Tyler. Tyler. So Not even a little bit close to Paul. No. Let's just go through the procedure. Let's, let's okay. just When go. Paul left the biker gang that he was previously the leader of, and then had to leave due to the kind of... the beef. Um, who was it who chased him across the border in a fiery escape of guns and bullets and blood? Surprisingly, it was his cousin. His cousin Mortimer? You mean it was your cousin? Well, I can only pretend to be a facsimile of Paul. Yeah, well, no, that is honest and fair of you. As a proxy Paul, yes, my cousin Mortimer chased me. No, it was Sanchez the dead man, this feisty wheels. Yeah. That's tough. I'm really sorry. You came so close, sir. Thank you. And finally, the man who partially inhabits the spirit of Paul. I, there's a lot resting on this one. I had the meaning of, of, of having a brother called Paul. Uh, what was the name of your motorbike? Advanced Dungeon Quest. Holy shit! <laughs> Sir, please take the glasses of Paul. And we can begin the podcast at last. <laughs> it's uncanny, isn't it? <laughs> That worked out well. I thought that was going to be embarrassing and we wouldn't find Paul at all, but turns, <laughs> turns out, out the spirit world is real. <laughs> okay. Paul is dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, we, this is kind of like a, a, a sort of, um, this is like a choose your own adventure style podcast that we've got here. So, you're walking through uh, the podcast of us, and on your left is a forest full of games. Whereas, uh, is that you? I was, I was, I was oh, okay, you're just, along. you're indicating yeah, no that, okay. Whereas on your right orientation. Is, the, is the castle that contains the princess of the story about how we had to check into our hotel. Uh, so if, the, if you would like to go to the right where our hotel story is, raise your hand. If you'd like to learn about board games, you can, no? Well. <laughs> I guess if we're going to talk about hotels, then we need to let you guys in on a little bit of a secret we, we've discovered over the past few days. Uh, the city of Indianapolis is, in fact, nothing more than a one very large Marriott hotel. <laughs> and it's split up into lots of smaller Marriott hotels, some of which are nestled within each other. <laughs> um, and we've discovered this through going to most of them. <laughs> discovering that that wasn't the one that we were supposed to be in. Yeah, so Matt and Pip went to check into our first hotel. Which that was, was after we'd been to the first Marriott and been Which was the incorrect elsewhere. Marriott, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, and then I went to um, a Marriott and asked if uh, another Marriott. They're both called the Marriott Courtyard, we should, we should point out. I'm just going to get angry if we, if we focus on <laughs> details. So, uh, yeah, we went to the, I went to the reception alone and I said, do you have a thing under my name? And, that, and they said no. And I said, oh, what about Paul Dean? And they went, oh yeah. But he already checked in. <laughs> and I said, oh, it must be a different Paul Dean, I guess. So I waited for Matt, and that took like I half an hour. I thought Paul uses biker connections to get across the border legally or something. We genuinely, I was, so Matt comes back and he's like, <laughs> you were looking at me just go, yeah, yeah he's Paul like jump the border to come to Jenga. <laughs> so Matt says, uh, Matt says like, maybe, maybe it's the right, maybe it is the Paul Dean. Like, and I'm like, oh my God. So I go to the front desk and they're like, you know, we can call the room. 
So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and they dial it, and, um, and the phone rings, and it's answered by a man. And the man goes, hello. <laughs> and I really optimistically went, Paul. <laughs> and he said, no. And that's how we found out that our hotel room was in fact filled with a Mr. Stephen Dean. Stephen Dean. But we got moved over to the Stephen Suite. Stephen Suite, yeah, we, we took Stephen's room, hotel. which was better. It's so. a separate hotel, which is in fact the same hotel, but there's two doors. We discovered that there's this fantastic That's not a joke either. There's this weird passive-aggressive relationship going on between these two halves of this one hotel that are two hotels. And they're like, oh, we don't like the next door, they're a bit mean. Like they don't let us use their facilities. It sounds like a joke, but it's like, it is the they're like, they, they treat themselves as being separate hotels, but the only thing stopping you from going into the other one is a door. Yes. But if you're in this one, you get free breakfast, but if you're in this one, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's genuinely insane. Uh, yeah. uh, we uh, are we, we done talking really about talk hotel about games? We should. These guys don't want to. Um, that's a that guy's like applauding. He's like, yeah, fuck him. Doesn't matter. Um, well, okay. Should we continue the? So from the castle, which is now on fire, you have to leave. Uh, there, you can escape via a grappling hook to Asmodee's preview event. Or you can climb upon the Pegasus of Evolution, which is a board game that we could also talk about. Who wants to go on the Pegasus? Like seven people. Who wants to go to Asmodee's preview event? Way more people. Oh yeah. There's, you shimmy down the grappling hook. People are not like, it's, a, it's Pegasus. <laughs> Flying horse, guys. Uh, we should tell you, we, there is no way we can get through this podcast without talking about board games. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. I, next year, I promise, we'll be prepared. Uh, go and have a, a bad time in more hotels. <laughs> yeah, we'll just basically go from hotel to hotel. I, we never actually told people. So the Sharpies and the blocks that are going around, um, if you have a block, congratulations. I uh, did tell people. Did you tell them to write on the block? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. We're going to have words after this. <laughs> Okay, so Asmodee's preview event. Um, we play, well, we can, let's talk about time stories. Yeah, Because I want to talk about board games, even if these guys don't want to hear it. Yeah, no, we played some really cool stuff. Um, uh, we, we, time stories is a, it's pretty strange. <laughs> do you really do this weird. for a living? It's really weird, guys. <laughs> you won't believe it. It's just like, it's really weird. Now, uh, you go back in time, and we went back in time to a mental asylum from the like, 1800s, 1900s. It was a while ago. You're missing the best bit, which is um, the guy who was demoing it to us says like, okay, so this is a, it's like a, you can go back in time and you'll explore, you'll explore different decks of cards that are different adventures and you have to solve rips in time and you're all, you're all time travelers who've been training for this for months. <laughs> it's just like, and we just, we just lost it. It's like, Matt, are you ready to go back in time? I warn you, the training program takes two months. <laughs> I've, like, I've, I've fixed quite a lot of like interspatial rifts now. I've done like about six, I think. Uh, it's a long training program then. Uh, and then I went on holiday last weekend, so let's just do it. Um, <laughs> but it yeah. was funny, it kind of looped over, didn't it? It was, um, it was like um, source code or something, this idea. The movie, of, yeah. as opposed to the concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't really know what the concept is, I'm quite stupid. Okay. Um, but the idea of there being something wrong and you might not even discover what it is, but then you have to just keep going back again and again and each time you don't waste time. Like, yeah, it's like idiots, like, let a bloody... They were like, oh, this man's all, like, chained up in a bed. I think we should, like, let him out. I'm like, yes, yeah, man. Asked. It's a he asked. He asked to be let out. We didn't just see a man we tied up and we're like... like... Oh, yeah. We're in a mental <laughs> asylum. 
when men are chained up in men's sort of science and saying, you've got to let me out. That is super ableist of you, Matthew Lees. <laughs> I kind of meant that candidly and it came out as a joke. No, I know, the, but it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of true, but it's not my fault. I mean, it's a bit of a problematic setting in the first place. It but, is, you know, actually. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, you just don't know why you're there is the interesting thing. And you, you have a really limited amount of time when you try and solve this and you collect items. And then you sort of get close to figuring out what you have to do, but then the game just resets mm. and you put all the items back. So you realize, oh, okay, I need the key. How did we get the key? There were people in the garden playing uh -huh. croquet and we beat them. And they gave us a, then they started fighting it and we got a key. key. So it was we the need wrong to key. explore some other rooms so that maybe we could find the right key, except that actually we did the other thing that let someone loose. And, and then, then now we have to fight them, which problem. takes time. I had yeah. to we don't have time. Room. But this time, this time we know not this time to we do know that not to let thing. Go, yeah. We know to anger so, the other guy. Yeah, and beat the shit out of him with a croquet mallet, which is a real thing we did. That's all I got to do. I picked a character that couldn't really do anything. Well, so this I is the other interesting thing. Oh, yeah, you get to reset your characters at yes. the end of each loop, though. So you actually yeah, you jump you didn't into need your bludgeoning after that yeah. one. So. There was no actual combat. It was like we went to a mental asylum, and then you were like, "Oh, I'll pick the soldier who could beat the shit out of people." It's like that turned out not to be useful. I think it's a really bad approach to healthcare. <laughs> With a, the croquet mallet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it has that fun thing of the fact that each area you go to has all of these different separate big cards, which represent like the kind of the scene, and then you get to choose where you go and then you flip that over and you have some information on the back but then yeah, you it can't creates keep a, it. A, a landscape portrait yeah. of cards and then you flip them over to see you, if you can't keep it thing. and you also can't show it to anyone else who isn't at that location mm. which i think was kind of fun because it meant like i was like oh yeah it was like i was like it's just a weird picture of a manticore Not, nothing there really <laughs> yeah <it's>, whatever <laughs> you guys like, don't you need to know that thing there actually like. that was funny because yeah you did investigate the girl painting a weird picture and it's like What's happening, Matt? Oh, she's drawing a manticore, and we're like, oh, that doesn't sound relevant. And then you saw a manticore out of the window <laughs> later. No, it was the chessboard, right. the chessboard, because the bishops had all gone missing, oh, and if yeah. we'd only had the tears of the manticore, so that we was were it. trying to figure out how it. to get to the greenhouse to get the manticore and really upset him, so we could like <laughs> get the bishops back, but I don't know if that was important or whether they Possibly. just had a really rubbish chess set. Long story short. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, was, it was quite oh, cool. It was neat. The Although, thing, yeah, it was... The thing, the weird thing being, you don't know how much of it is bizarre writing and how much of it is like, this is a temporal anomaly. It's like, maybe the, the French team behind it are like, manticores are cool, we will have a... Maybe there can be a big mythical creature in a greenhouse. Was that, that was French? Not French. <laughs> it was French! It was not French! It was not French! <laughs> I don't know what it was! Can we time travel back before I'm you so did that accent? Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry! Uh, we should talk about another thing we played at Asmodee, which was um, Bloody oh, Inn. Yeah. Oh. I did a lot of murdering. So much murdering. Afternoon. Pip, do you want to explain why blood... What, this, in your, just try and make it sound like as sort of... We don't actually know it's called Bloody Manor, by the way. It's a translation. Oh, bloody Inn, yeah. It's, it's bloody... It said on the back of the box, so I'm assuming okay, that's their cool. sort oh, okay. of, you know, Peter's name, the name. The name. The name that they have in mind. Anyway, um, yeah, no, so you are sort of jointly in charge of rooms within an inn, and then uh, each round people come stay in those rooms, which Great. is awesome, Great. and you'll maybe make some money, except you make more money by murdering them and burying them under extensions yeah. of your inn. It, so it was, it's a really straightforward um, number system, where by guests, like an archbishop is number three, and he's insane, or like a paper boy is a one. Yeah. So you can bribe them, and then they come into your hand and they help you murder. Or you can use them to, you can say, Paperboy, what do you want? And he says, I want a news desk in the hotel. You can bury someone under the news desk. Yeah. But then yeah. killing people also requires help. 
and burying them requires even more help. Yeah, it's like after you've kind of uh, after you've completely filled the underneath underlay of your house with dead bodies, then you need to build an extension if you want to bury more. It's just like you know, it's just <laughs> it's like, like real life. life. Uh. <laughs> some some of the people are other aspects. So, for example, there was one dude who ended up you know he turns into a chandelier if you turn him into an extension. Oh yeah. You can't bury anything. Not under literally. A chandelier. That sounds... It's just putting it in a room. Yeah. So he he knew. Oh, he showed good. up in the hotel and says you can you should build a chandelier. It was weirdly clever, wasn't it, though? But sorry. No, the other thing was that um, sometimes law enforcement officers come and oh, stay yes. in the hotel, which is kind of awkward if you've got bodies lying around, Yeah. which uh, I believe the guy who was demoing it to us did at one point. Yeah, it's yeah. the funny thing. If, if policemen come and stay in the hotel and you have bodies, that's bad, but you can get around it by burying the bodies you can, or killing the policemen. Or killing the policemen. Or, but then you have more bodies. Or you can, you can recruit the policemen because they're weaponized and they can help you off the other guests. Yeah, I don't know if you guys in America know this, but the police are really good at killing people. <laughs> no, that was... <laughs> that was, uh, no, I... You survived that. That was good. Yeah. That was... That was you, <laughs> like, you flew close to the sun, yeah. but flew back down, which is right. exactly right. what happens in the story of Icarus. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the way in the, this game, though, the way you can hire, like, if somebody's not important at all, then you can kill them, and it's not a big deal, or you can just get them to help you, like, can you help me murder and bury someone but then um, as you say like if they're like really important people like if they're like you know like the, an archbishop or a minister or someone who's just like a member of society who's quite important then they're harder to kill and harder to bury and I just like that idea of being like you being like oh can you help me bury someone I'll give you some money they're like yeah alright and then they go you've killed them fucking <laughs> <laughs> and the idea that people would freak out they're like I'm not getting anywhere yeah. um, it's, it was, it was, I was really impressed it's just a light card game with like a theme that's kind of very gloom-esque and sort of uh, but not Gloom, because yeah, yeah. Gloom is a gajillion years old now. And it's like, hey, this is cool and interesting and different and nice. And the art style was Oh, the art's gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh, it's so good. I think it's based on a yeah. French comic. Uh, and I finally, I'd say the only thing I, I really liked is that the, the, one of the ways you can interact with each other is you'll have different rooms in the oh, same yeah. inn. Oh, God. And yeah. so this is so petty. <laughs> you get It's really petty, because you only get like a little bit of money for the people <laughs> who stay in the room overnight. But then it becomes this thing if you, you go out of your way to murder people in someone else's room just because they don't want to get any rent. <laughs> well, no, the other thing that you can do is you can put the really desirable, relatively cheap people in other people's room when it's your turn to oh, dole yeah. out the yeah. so no inhabitants. So actually, I got I got it so that you had your person recruited, so you didn't make any money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bit rubbish for you. And you can you can have room service at great expense. You can equip a room with room service, and then no one will survive the night in that room. Yeah, <laughs> because no one wants you to have the room service money. It's really really interesting. <laughs> Grim, but really funny. Yeah, do take a look. We like that one. Um, what are, the other thing that happened at Asmodee is you ordered the world's best martini. Oh God, yeah. I, I, I need some help with this one because I've had people talk to me about it on Twitter and I can't tell if people are taking the piss out of me or not. Um, but I ordered a martini and I got delivered a large purple drink full of ice. <laughs> <laughs> it just tasted very sweet and of nondescript fruit. And I sort of thought, this isn't a martini. <laughs> I mean, but then it, I thought, well, it doesn't matter. I'll just drink it. On and the menu, see, now it's confusing because on the menu it was it was under polyjuice potion. Yeah. And uh, and it's, it had the word martini in the description. Yeah. But it also had polyjuice polyjuice potion in the title. Yeah. Of the drink. Yeah. So we should go back to talk I about mean, hotels. This I, I just I ordered the thing. I kept ordering it because I kept and I kept ordering it. every time I ordered it. I was more specific and being like, yeah, the martini, the martini, yeah. And then. Like, <laughs> 
I got a different, like, brightly coloured drink. And I even said to the guy when he brought it, I was like, is this, are you sure this is a martini? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we just like, um, we put it in a different kind of glass over here. And <laughs> So is this a thing that in some places in America martinis are just not martinis? <laughs> no. You no. You got you I got, got dicked. I got dicked. <laughs> uh, kudos, by the way, to uh, ooh, I don't know who she was, but the the uh, lady from Asmodee who was running the event very well because we showed up and said we might have to go in a bit, you know. Uh, and we stayed for a while. and We had food and we had drinks. And we played some games. Then we had drinks. Then we played some games. Then we had drinks. There was lots of good stuff. And then knows. on our way out, she said. Oh, so I guess you didn't go to your other meetings. You must be really late. And it yeah, was you great. Got she, you got rumbled. I got rumbled. It was no, it was good. It was like <laughs> I totally like, deserved oh, it. Oh, I don't know how long we can stay. Oh yeah. yeah. And then we, we stayed stay for ages. For and she's eight like, eight oh, you must be really late. It was beautiful. I loved it. I was had. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was excellent. We're going to talk about evolution, even though these guys don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evolution's great. I yeah. ate. Well, you got me. <laughs> Fat. I got really fat and I ate everybody. Evolution. <laughs> That's evolution. Ever, evolution is a game where you have animals and they're really bad at first and then they evolve and it's awful because uh, <laughs> you have a, a limited amount of food and then you can spend cards to get new attributes. For example, you can climb trees or burrow. So Aww. Lee could... Oh, Lee. Pip could, because uh, I have exactly two female friends in my life, I guess. Uh, Pip, uh, Pip, you could eat. You got burrowing, so you could uh, eat a yeah. lot, and then you would just go underground well, and no on one could eat. one of them, it was burrowing, and so I could like once I'd eaten enough food, then I could hide underground and be completely immune from Matt. But the other Matt one... had basically made a murder hippo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just this weaponized hippo. <laughs> I guess is the only way but to But to protect it. myself from you, I'd also, with a different species, I'd learned climbing because he would have had to learn climbing to come yeah. after me. But also I'd learned fat reserves. <laughs> so I was kind of becoming an umbrella, I think, just up this tree, like gradually swelling my flanks. Some kind of drop bear thing just yeah, eating basically. the tree itself. Yeah, oh, it was. It has this fantastic kind of a, a sort of push your luck idea mechanic oh yeah you share this food pool every time and the food pool is decided by people putting in cards with numbers on them at the start um but you you might be like oh, i'm gonna put a low one in but then everyone else might put really high ones in and you're like oh it didn't make a difference but then sometimes you just suddenly have like loads of food and everyone's fine and everyone's happy but or sometimes you, you can just you have no food just starve and, and everyone it's not like oh you starve it's not like negative victory points it's like no your species is toast <laughs> it's, it's over you uh yeah it's just, and i ate a species into extinction oh that was the funniest so it starts off with you all being herbivores but that one of the traits you can apply to your animal that's very common is carnivore and then you can rather than eating at the watering hole where all the plants and stuff are uh, you eat other people's species as long as you're bigger and the amazing thing is you know you're, we all put down our cards and we're all herbivores and then Matt flips carnivore pack animal and it's <laughs> yeah. just like uh, and hunt, pack hunting it's was it? lovely because it, unlike in nature where things tend to be carnivores for quite a while and they get into it maybe more slowly this is more like a teenage phase it's like <laughs> yeah I used to eat birds it might have, it was like, mine were just like the big friendly hippos and they were like they were so oh, friendly friendly big hippos we like eating loads of food we're really big we are really big and then out of nowhere it's like and we've suddenly become insanely ferocious <laughs> 
And I just dropped these cards down and everyone just went, oh. And I just, <laughs> for a round, I just ate a lot of things. And then everyone suddenly started evolving the ability to hide up trees. Or horns to stop me and everyone just went mad. It was so good. I just shell at one point. Yeah. The, the, my favourite thing was watching the guy who was demoing it, setting up his own little ecosystems as well. Oh man, so he wasn't even playing with us. He I was know, like, he was just doing his own thing. He was so proud of that boy ate it. <laughs> so like there's this stuff that you could do where um, you could just like uh, set it up so that which one was it? It was cooperative. Um, cooperative. So if the first species got a resource, a food resource, the uh, next one to its right also got a food resource. So you could sort of set that up to chain so that if you have multiple one, cooperative yeah. cards, it's like these get food and then these get food, then these get food, and then he's a scavenger, he gets another, and, brrr, and he did, like he didn't even touch the food reserves, and then Matt ate him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what Matt ate into extinction. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this because you can't once your animals are in there. It, I kind of like the way it, re it reflects an ecosystem and the fact that you have cards that be like, oh, this affects the creatures to your right or left or both sides, and you can't move them around. So once you like set up your system, I think what I like most about it is it's, it was kind of like a traditional like kind of Euro game thing of building this system. Yeah, exactly. You build a system, but then, then someone else just comes someone. and pulls bits out of it. And yeah. then your system just doesn't work anymore. Oh, yeah, no, because once you'd eaten that, he tried to replace it by building like a little warning system for the others. And then I ate that. Was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were playing with a uh, we were playing with a kid, and at one point I had. To <laughs> <laughs> you can see where this story is going. We, we don't want to spoil the ending, but we were playing with a kid who was about nine, <laughs> and. Uh, he was a bit older than that. He was older that than mean. that. <laughs> okay, well, sure. Let these guys be your, be the judge. But uh, but yeah, he was just having a great time, and he was playing loads of cards, and he had these animals. Then when Matt, that uh, kid knew what he was doing. He didn't. <laughs> like he didn't. He was. He won. Like, did he? Yeah. yeah. He knew what he was doing. Matt, yeah. Fuck that kid. <laughs> uh, no, but he actually had a really funny thing because when when Matt got his carnivores out, so to speak. Um, I, my species is just like looking at it from the top of a hill, being like, man, we've got to evolve. And then I imagine them going into a cave and just going, <laughs> And then, but yeah, the next turn they had shells, and then one of my species was hiding in the other one, because it was a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Uh, but then this kid just was like, because you can also discard one of your cards to create a new species. Mm. So he just, species, species, species. He made five? And so he yeah. just had a pack of like, Meatballs, like <laughs> they had no like positive qualities. <laughs> they had no ability. They had no defense. I thought defense. he was, I he thought made, he like, was a uh, fleshy protection wall. Yeah, yeah. I that thought... you started nibbling. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't get around to it. I had a lot of other things to eat. <laughs> um, but I thought it was being really stupid because you can. It's kind of great in the fact that you can do what I did and basically invest quite heavily in, in a war hippo. And just <laughs> make one species to just frightens and wins a bit of everything. But then he just made the mistake of kind of spreading himself super thinly in the same way like you know kind of you can push your luck in like PC RTS games or whatever just trying to build loads of expansions really yeah, early yeah, on yeah. somebody going ah what are you doing <laughs> and then just destroying you he just sort of went and splurged and made loads of new species that are all completely defenseless and I kind of thought that's so stupid because I'm just going to eat them all but he he'd done it just so I would eat the smaller creatures rather than eating his <laughs> rather than his like massively tacked up yeah bird or whatever it's just like laying out the selection of chicken McNuggets in front of him. <laughs> 
Oh, the best. So the, there's an expansion out for it which we didn't play with called um, Flight, I think. And it yeah. adds, yeah. you can have species which are ground-born or airborne now. And airborne creatures are like, they, they have loads of different powers because they can fly. But, um, but also they, they burn food constantly because of the power from the thing. Because of this. Because of that. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, they were, he was saying like, oh yeah, the, the designer had really had a lot of trouble balancing it because, yeah, the, the carnivorous pack birds were just crazy. <laughs> It's like the idea that it's just like a pack of birds fly down and pick up like a giraffe. <laughs> just take off. That's like, is that, is that, that's all the, the, the new stuff we played, is it? We've dabbled with lots of like, new oh, stuff. Runebound. Yeah, like I played Runebound um, probably for about 40 minutes the other day. Uh, the Palace of Flight have a new edition of Runebound. Uh, I didn't really like the sound of Runebound, to be honest. Well, I was there, I was there in the in flight going, oh, they've announced a new version of this. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I was like, what is shit? And you're like, oh, it's basically like, it's a bit better than Talisman, but it's a bit like Talisman. I, I really don't like Talisman. I've had some bad times with Talisman. I think, We've all been there. I think it's <laughs> one of the most boring days of my life. Um, just to be flying close to the sun again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sure it's. Someone's fun. just going to walk out. It's like, like slam the door. It's like snakes and ladders. He'll be in like a police uniform swords. with his little Talisman badge. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, they've, they've really revamped a lot of the stuff because I was like asking this guy, How, is this new? Is this new? Because lots of the mechanics seem like really quite fresh. And, um, yeah, they, they've, they've done what FFG do, which is patch a game until it's awesome. Yeah, they've got some fun stuff. Like I like the way that when you're doing the combat, rather than rolling dice, you have like these little like discs and you shake, you've got a handful of discs that are like your character and then any items you've got add extra discs and you just shake them up and just chuck them on the table. And then on each side of it has different things. Yeah, and you can flip and them. And then one at a time you play them, like having combat in turn-based thing, but then yeah. you can choose to flip them. And when you, you can choose to flip yours and it'll definitely flip it over. So you can be like, I'm gonna turn that into a really good attack. But then you can choose to flip the other person's and you basically flip a coin. So you just flip it to see. So it's that Neat. thing of like, if you something's about to kill you, then you've got, you can maybe do something that gives you a 50-50 chance that it won't. So I, my whole experience, because I wasn't playing, I was talking to people, but then I came over at the end of your Runebound session and Matt, I think, maybe you knew it was the end, but oh, I, I just, it was the end. there was like a road, like the, the board is like a, it's like a country, right? And if you've played Runebound, like you can do, roll dice and try and travel across a bog and fail. That was my problem. So yeah. He was having a great time a... with his combat. I was just like, can't cross a river, mate. Just yeah, it's that's cl it. classic Runebound. Difficult. Yeah. Can we, can we cross the mountain? Like, no. Can just, I could just totally roll up my trousers at this yeah. point and just go for it. No, no, dice are having it's none whoever, of it. It's because whoever been playing as my character throughout the day, which is probably multiple people, I'll talk about it in a minute actually, uh, was a despect for like speed and nothing else. Yeah. Really good at running around. So you've got to imagine this, this border is like a map of a country and there's like a dragon, but the dragon's on a road and Matt sort of goes onto this road like a train and... <laughs> to fight the dragon. And then what I saw was you using this innovative coin system and you went and then everyone was watching and you're like, this, 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 done it. And the player to your left, who we don't know, was just like, you used that earlier. And then you looked at it and went, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't even close. The dragon just ate me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you can't, you can't go to a dragon fight and then not have a go at fighting a dragon, can you? <laughs> but it was surreal because we played this campaign. I was like, how long has this been going on for? And he's like, uh, probably about like five or six hours. And it was this thing of him demoing the game and rather than resetting it each time, people would just sit down and find this character. And it meant that when I was there, I mean, I was just completely behaving in an insanely short-termist manner, like immediately. I was just like, 
do you want to do this? Well, you might not want to spend that. And I was like, I'm spending it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, there's only one chalice of light. <laughs> <There's only> and <laughs> you're like, give it here, let's drink it. Like, uh, and it meant that it kind of felt like everyone was doing badly just because, and this thing yeah. of sitting down with the character and being like, trying to work out what the person before you was doing. And that, like also doing it in a really reckless way. Like you just turn up and you're in a cave fighting a dragon. You haven't got any trousers on. It's like, <laughs> See, like, mine was desperately trying to chat to a fisherman for some reason. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, fine, let's just go with that. And then there was like a really cool looking card, but because no one was on my hex, I couldn't I couldn't use the cool option, which was to have a bodybuilding contest with someone. And I was just like, Something's oh. gone wrong in your game if it's like, here's a bodybuilding card, but you can't use it. It was like, or you could test your, like, um, Perspicacity. That was not oh God. the word I was looking is for. That a, was, it? was it the word in the game? No, there wasn't oh, a word. There was so a picture good. of an eye. <laughs> Perspicacity. So I had to test my eye. Perception? For, yeah, that's there the you one. go. Perception. <laughs> Perspicacity. I'm doing really well oh, man. with jet lag right now. That was a thing. In Time Stories, The uh, the it has generic tokens because the box is like a set that's meant to work in any era, sci-fi or fantasy. But uh, there's a key to show you what in your setting the things were. So it's like, oh, there are red stars. What are they? Cocaine, okay, what? <laughs> what was the, oh yeah, and the- like Glibness. Glibness, yeah, our character had a glibness stat, which was yeah, awesome. Oh, you're not glib enough. Take some more cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's pretty glib now. He lets you through the door. <laughs> like, we, didn't, we didn't get very far in it. Swinging your croquet mallet around, just like. We pretty much, like, I saw a man's claw in a shed, and then I killed a man with a hammer. <laughs> and then the guy said, no, you haven't solved the mystery, that's it. <laughs> That's the end of your demo. I wasn't terribly surprised again. <laughs> it was the, the amazing thing being you don't know why you're there. So it's I like... I've got no idea why we were there. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other great thing about you had the, uh, the soldier who... Um, uh, he had a really good combat. But uh, if, he, if he, he can't kill anyone, so he could never attack anyone on one or two health. So when we unchained this madman who had three health, then you just hit him with a croquet mallet so hard, did like eight damage. So it's, like, it's fine, didn't mean to kill him. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We've seen such horrors, and there's another one. It was a bad time, but it was a fun time. But no, Rune that seemed kind of fun. I liked it, it was very colorful. And it, yep. had, of, it had video game elements that really made me smile. Like after you've done a quest, like you flip over the coin, and it is like, a, like an orange lit up button, and it becomes a gray button, as if all oh, the lights gone off the board. Oh God. And that just really made me go, <laughs> I think it's time for question stack and fall. Question stack and fall. I almost said question Jenga. Not Jenga. <laughs> it's not. It's better than Jenga. It's ten pounds cheaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go collect things. Collect. Go and collect the bricks. That was great. That was fun. Okay. You gotta tell a story though. About I'm trying to think. What story can I tell about? Told everything that's happened to us. Yeah. We've we, we, yeah. <laughs> done everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one thing we haven't mentioned is Dragon Farkle. Oh, Dragon Farkle is brilliant. Which we played for the approximately word. about 30 seconds or a minute before we had to leave, but it seemed like it was quite fun. But we've just taken an immense amount of pleasure in just saying the words Dragon Farkle. <laughs> and the guy who was demoing it to us was this fantastic chap with a kind of... He looked like he was from Paul's gang. Yeah, he did look like he was from Paul's gang. He had kind of a metal... He was uh, amazing. He was incredible. He was really cool. He had a big white beard and a kind of a chainmail 
uh, lattice around his head. And he just kept going. Every time he rolled too many dice, which is kind of when you've gone bust, you've gone, oh, I got farkled. <laughs> that's, that's me farkled. <laughs> and we haven't stopped laughing about that. No. Uh, in no. a nice way. It's come up a lot, actually. We've just got sort old, of progressively more jet-lagged. Old Grandpa Farkle. <laughs> what does Farkle mean? Because apparently Farkle was a game, but we just find the word hilarious. Does it have any meaning or is it just nonsense? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a substitute for the Oh, is it? Oh, that's really? Oh, that's a bit disappointing. Because that's how we've been using it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also discovered boffing just on a related oh, note. Oh, yeah, we discovered what boffing is. It's not rude. <laughs> Kids do it. <laughs> that's fine. As long as they don't do it too hard. <laughs> but yeah, boffing is basically, uh, I'm not sure if it's the act, is it the act of making or fighting? It's the, I think it's the fighting with foam weapons. Yeah, and fighting so, with foam weapons. Yeah, that was, that was good. We, we boffed on camera. We did. <laughs> we did. Uh, I signed a form, which, which meant I was fully aware of what was going to happen. <laughs> Were you really though? There might have been a certain amount of lying. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. It was quite funny actually, because the plan initially was the fact that we would have this boffing fight and then Pip would immediately knock me to the ground and beat the hell out of me, but then we decided it might be more fun if we actually did it sincerely. At which point, in my head, I became like some sort of ninja frog. <laughs> It was so good because Matt like goes, hey, on camera, let's get some, some footage of me flouncing around like for funny. And he does all of his like, you know, wind dancer <laughs> shit. And the fight begins and you didn't stop. <laughs> I was having a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to look really stupid in that video, I think. But hey, you know. Oh, man, I loved my clever, my clever, le clever loads. Oh, your leather, my leather clothes. Is, we did this thing where we thought it might be fun to get them dressed up in leather. I say we. <laughs> it was mainly me. <laughs> but we did it, and uh, yeah, Quinns was just so thrilled with what he thought he looked like. I had. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, don't, I don't even want to give away what I actually think. I don't know, because he, it was the funny thing of realizing afterwards, like, oh yeah, you haven't actually. Because there weren't any mirrors. No. So he got dressed up in, in a full leather kind of coat and the leather kilt. Yep. And uh, yeah, you were just. And what? And what? Matthew? And leather boots, of course, leather boots. Yes. Um, and the, the best thing, actually, I'm not sure if I captured it or not, but there was a point at which he was being dressed up in leather, shirtless, buttoning up a leather jacket onto his shirtless, <laughs> grand, hairy chest. Well, the lady, one of the ladies who worked at this leather store just stood uncomfortably close to him. And I, I hope I filmed this, because just stood right next to him, eating a peach. <laughs> There, just being like, <laughs> it was amazing, and I loved that the next day when we were going to the fancy flight, oh, flight yeah. thing with our kind marketing. of, we were like in the special like front rows with not many people, and all the marketing people were like, oh yeah, thanks for coming, thanks for coming, and they were like, um, Quinns, did we see you uh, <laughs> dressed in leather yesterday? <laughs> uh, business is so much fun. <laughs> Let's do questions now. Do the jingle. There was a jingle? Yeah. Oh, God, you've been there? singing it to me? No, there's not. Questions. <laughs> Stack them up and then they fall. When they fall, it's questions. It's questions. Stack and fall. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Here we go. 
So yeah. if you're not aware of the rules of question stack and fall. Which not a lot of people are because we invented them uh, yesterday. There is a question in every one of these bricks. We're going to pull them out. If you cannot answer the question, you have you to take another brick. Uh, last year, last year when we did this, we didn't actually. Uh, oh, I remember how much I hate this. <laughs> uh, last year when we did this, we uh, we didn't actually successfully knock the thing over, uh, and we had to fake it at the end. Well, hopefully, because there's nothing on afterwards, we might be all right. <laughs> hey, I can do this. You can one, do this, motherfucker. Okay, it's okay. favorite Armada ship, space potato? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not. It's, it's the Imperial Gladiator because it has an excellent upgrade card which allows you to, there you go. <laughs> this guy. It allows you to move the ship. Demolisher. And then shoot it. The Demolisher. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, fucking A. There you go. <laughs> you wanna? You're so cool, Quentin. I know, right? It's because I play with tiny spaceships. I do as well. I do as well. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, elegant. Elegant. Matt, earlier... We, I'm a ninja frog. We were, we were really hungover and went to help with um, the, the card city. Uh, uh, guess which one of the three of us knocked something over immediately <laughs> upon stepping in? Was it Matt? Yeah. It was Matt! <laughs> the guy who was clearly in charge of that whole area, like, he was just looking at me really badly. Because <laughs> I was then stood in the middle of it, like, doing some fun panning shots, and he was just looking at me as if to go, get away. <laughs> From there are two kinds cars. of people in Card City. <laughs> yeah, one kind do not children for having a great time, and adults were looking very anxious. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, this is a—it's uh, something to do with Netrunner, so I can't do it. Oh, this is going to be a real problem for me and Pip. Yeah, because you could get—you could have. This is an yeah, or. This is, this is an, an and or. Question. I know it's a tag or end the run, but I don't want to answer that. You don't want to guess because <laughs> I'd be pretending that I know about things that I don't. This is a good question. I can do this one. Someone's written a question and crossed it out. <laughs> Don't. No. It just says Star Wars. <laughs> to which the answer is yes. Oh, Let's look at Pip. Oh, careful with the wiggling um, chairs. Yeah, stop your wiggling. If you hadn't taken it from the bottom of the foundation, we wouldn't be in Where this mess. Where do I, how do I? YOLO. Whatever you do, Pip, don't mess it up. Oh, yeah. Shit. Ha. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> what is the most drunk and or hungover you've been while filming? Wow. <laughs> do we have to answer? <laughs> I believe so. Oh, you fell asleep during... Overlord, right? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a long day. Did she fall asleep? So apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count as me getting this one right? <laughs> yeah? Well, you can answer it because you seemed to be like. I fell asleep during Overlord. <laughs> Who was in there? Can I we was all... filming that. How did I not notice? We that? all had the military fatigues on. And oh, then you I curled you... up on a chair and just. You curled up out, under all the military like oh, camera yeah, and no. stuff. I had like I had like a pile of berets and pullovers, just like as people were taking them off. I think they were like just they thought that they were throwing them over the back of the chair, but they were just sort of becoming a cocoon. And so <laughs> it was just like. This is quite nice. <laughs> I'm Paul had a really comfy armchair. Did he? What can I say? Mm, great. That's awesome. 
Mm. I know that someone's written bonus on the side of one of these bricks <laughs> in, a, in a hope that that would be like, ooh, it's the bonus brick. <laughs> oh shit, does it move? Do we have any rules for the bonus brick? It moves. <laughs> do we have any rules for the bonus brick? Uh, does, yeah. Does anyone we know what the rule is for the bonus brick? Who wrote <laughs> bonus brick? Two questions. Two, it's got two questions. Oh wow, that's... Oh, that's, 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 like that's, that's, that's like the gold. That's a bad bonus. <laughs> uh, my question is, what is the best Descent character? The answer is, first edition Descent Rune Master Thorn, because he can teleport literally anywhere, but also the sculpt, and these are like early sculpts, it's like 2004 or whatever, had his nipple on? <laughs> like he's a wizard and he's doing, it's what the Descent, the Descent special that we did, I was Rune Master Thorn in that, because he, he has the same red shirt and his chest is out <laughs> and the sculptor to his credit has put an erect nipple on it uh so yes yeah, the best how much the increase of price per unit was on that <laughs> so like, no, the sculptor's yeah. like no boss seriously we <laughs> this molding is going to cost us a lot you know it's integral to the character <laughs> I've, he's got this backstory his father had his nipple out <laughs> Matt, it's your turn for question, Jane. Now fantasy player yeah. have some of the best plastic miniatures of the rest is history. <laughs> Get there with nipples. Alright, I'm gonna take the bonus one. Do it. It's a really, really bum deal. But yeah, hey. maybe you can ask you can answer either. <laughs> maybe that's a good yeah, one. That's why it's a bonus. Oh, it says miss a go on it, miss. Oh, you mother Oh, is that stack and fall? Yeah, stack yeah, and fall yeah. has a miss a go mechanic. Oh wow! <laughs> the one way they could have improved Jenga. <laughs> Do you wanna play? No, Are you, you can't. Not halfway through your go when you get the miss a go thing. Yeah, so maybe it means you don't have to take a This turn. one is actually a Just question which is also a joke, and it's my mum's favourite joke, which is uh, which is amusing. What is the difference between a duck? And the answer to that is one has one leg both the same. <laughs> what? That, that's, that is the correct answer. What is the, what, what is what? the difference between a duck? What is the difference between One a duck? has one leg both the same. That's yeah. Show of hands, who gets that joke? <laughs> Four people. <laughs> Can you explain it to me? Actually, no. I Can one of the people in the audience who gets that explain that? What is the I don't... sound of one hand clapping? What is the sound of one hand? That's not the answer, that's another thing. <laughs> oh Jesus, is there a question on it? Let's, it no, just that, that is the question. It's a, it's a question that's also a joke. I don't get it either. So I didn't say, look, don't look at me. Pip, it's your I turn. I didn't say it was my favorite joke. It's my mum's favorite joke. It may surprise you to find out that my mum is actually quite strange. Um, are we trying to make this so that it falls down? No. Like, oh, well, we can, we can keep going. Have you never played Question Stack and Fall before? <laughs> Question stack and fall. Let's see. What is my favourite two-player game? Answers a question. Netrunner, because I don't have to play it with you. Yes. She's Slips just out. angry because she got beaten up by a ninja frog. Yeah, that's <laughs> this is a good one. Take I can answer this. What should I do with this Jenga brick? <laughs> wow. You should write a question on it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You're getting all the easy ones. I am. It's awesome. Hey, I got the space potato question. <laughs> Matt, don't, don't, <laughs> just don't. I'm doing this from like quite a long range. Oh, we put them on top, don't we? We're meant to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, you... Uh, what? It's fine. It's fine. What's your problem? It's fine. 
Questions back and forth. <laughs> this is a weird one. That's not a weird, that's a nice it's question. It's kind of an impossible question, right? You know? No, it's not. It is impossible. What inspired your love of games? What a sweet question. Oh. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> It's just like my, my, my innate human attraction to play. I don't know. It's not like. Well, that's, like, that's an okay answer. I remember that's when right. I was four and like somebody introduced <laughs> me, me to, with a cardboard hopscotch and I just thought, <laughs> hot damn! <laughs> I'm in all the way with this. <laughs> what other kind of things are there? Do they all involve legs? <laughs> they all involve squares and numbers? And the answer is yes. <laughs> You put Return it on the top. To the okay, yeah. I'll put it on the top. <laughs> this is great. You know what? Because we can. The, I there's feel... a bug in questions that I can fall, which is we can take questions from the top, but we can answer and keep answering. <laughs> it won't last that long. Will it not? Have I? We have three minutes left in which to fuck up. Have I? Yeah, there's no, nothing I, happening I, after I might this. Have I say we push up. <laughs> <laughs> These guys probably have places. This to me. It's fine. Ah! Fine. Ah! Fine. Fine. Yes. <laughs> Don't move! <laughs> Do not move! Next! <laughs> With an unlimited budget, what game would you develop? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> unlimited. Literally know. unlimited, though. Oh, no, that's fine. I would make evolution real. I would have dinosaurs, <laughs> real dinosaurs. <laughs> Oh god. Pip, you you've made the biggest mess. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh come on. <laughs> Fucking hell. I swear it's moving just of its own accord. Does this mean I win question stack and fall? <laughs> Can I leave that one there? No. No, no that's a that's a Jenga rule. You've committed to this. Good thing this is a It's a stack and fall. Yeah, this is, it's a question. In stack, stack and fall, and you can leave. <laughs> This is so bad. Okay, I'm doing it. 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 Here we go. Just believe in it. yourself and do it. Do it well. Can you sing? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. <laughs> if I can't answer this, ooh shit. <laughs> I don't think you can answer that. We can. <laughs> what are your opinions about Will Wheaton? <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, Will has done more for the tabletop hobby than just a, than anyone, anyone else in the industry. On the other hand, he was a total cock recently to his <laughs> producer. Um, so, yeah, swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> Goes on the top. It is going on the top. Goes on the top. My hands are shaking. Where <laughs> <laughs> <Away> you go. <laughs> okay. It's ninja frog time. <laughs> <laughs> I was a better ninja frog this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I 
thank you for coming, everybody. Um, that was. That this one has an elephant on it. I'll have to answer that one. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Can elephant. you show the people the really? elephant? Yeah, look, it, it says, turn me over. Which is really bad advice to, for an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says, where's Brendan? Did you forget to unlock his door? <laughs> Did, did you unlock his door? No, of course. No. <laughs> it's fine. No more questions about Brendan. No! <laughs> so many indecisive it's, people. Yeah. Like, it's all crossed out. This is nuts. What's the matter with you? I reckon people got so far and then realised they didn't have enough space <laughs> and thought, oh, fuck this. Oh. Sorry, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so.